coming to you from the mountains and the plains. The only conservative voices brave enough to push back. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Altman. That's what the Second Amendment was designed to do. If you're going to do something to, to nullify or take away my rights under the Constitution, come get it. Max McGuire. When you look at politicians on the left, um, they need to convince people that they are victims. A resistance to the resistance. And now your hosts, Joe Altman and Max McGuire. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, halfway through the week. And the stories just keep getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Joe Biden has opened up illegal alien schools before he has opened up American schools. And apparently, <laughs> the White House is completely okay with that. So we're going to be talking about that, talking about some of the other madness surrounding the lockdown, surrounding the immigration surge. We're not allowed to call it a surge anymore. AOC says if you call it a surge, you're, you're calling the illegal aliens insurgents. She actually thinks that the word surge comes from the root insurgent when it's really the other way around. So we got lots to talk about. We're going to try and navigate that minefield of political correctness. Not. Um, <laughs> so if you want to call in, 888-441-1121 is our number. Joe should be on. He just left the room and went somewhere. Not exactly sure where, but he should be on shortly. We got a little bit of news while we are waiting for him. Let me make sure I set up my, my PC to be able to show you the news. Um, there was a report out of the White House this morning that that some feces was found on the floor. We can go ahead and go to my screen, Mr. Producer. They're reporting that in addition to biting someone yesterday, again, Joe Biden's dog apparently crapped on the floor in the White House. And not, not so fast. That was Joe. It was Joe Biden who did that. Really classy move, Joe, blaming it on the dog. Really, really, really classy. But yeah, no, the dog's just biting everyone. And as I said, I firmly believe there's no such thing as a bad dog, only bad owners. Not saying that rescue dogs are bad, but if you don't have the time, if you don't have the effort to put in to train a rescue dog, don't act surprised when they're running around biting everyone. And yes, I agree with the people in the comment section. Yes, that was probably Joe Biden who was crapping on the floor, not the dogs. But not to be confused with our Joe. Joe is back from wherever he was just a minute ago. Joe, welcome. I was to the show. I was not pooping on the floor. I was not doing yeah. that. Yeah, no, that would be bad. That would that would probably get you kicked bad, out of your bad Joe your lease. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it almost seems like you need a little spritz bottle just to squirt Joe Biden when he starts doing bad things. Treat him like a dog. Why not? Um, he seems to have the the short term memory of one, uh, but that's besides the point. Um, we only have you for an hour, apparently. We only have Joe. you for an hour. So, I'm sorry. I got, um, I got, I got preparations for tomorrow. So what we want to dive what right into tomorrow? it. April Fool's Day. No. It's the last, it's, it's the worst day to announce anything big because <laughs> everyone's going to think it's a, it's a joke. <laughs> well, first of all, we're working really hard on getting all the stuff ready for launch for the new, uh, stack some interesting, the new tech company, right? So the one that we're going to do that has a vertical and what's happened through this process is we've actually been able to bring other organizations and people together that want to do the same thing. 
um, so that we're all going down the same, the same path. And I go, look, I, I don't care as long as it actually benefits the people that are a part of it. In other words, the people that decide that they want to invest in it, obviously I'm investing in it and others are going to invest in it and our listeners will invest in it. Um, as long as it actually follows that path that honors those people and is transparent, I was like, I'll, I'm willing to the power in numbers, right? Let's all come together and do the same thing. So that's been actually going on and that should, uh, probably happen in the next few days. And then the second part is, is that, um, <laughs> I'm working on getting the website launched so that we can actually have everything come together so that tomorrow yeah. people can migrate off of, um, can migrate off of the YouTubes and the, and the Facebook. We are going to get to a place where we, we do not want to even, we want to boycott and boycott. We want to boycott all of those organizations and companies that are directly related to the CCP and that are, you know, funding this radical agenda. And we want to buy from those and support those that actually stand up for American values. And what, with that said, this today's episode, at least this hour is brought to us by my pillow. Use this code Again. CD21. CD21 for 66% off, up to 66% off. I want to say up to 66% off. And buy a pillow, buy some slippers, buy some things like that. Buy stuff for your um, neighbors. Buy me some slippers. <laughs> neighbors. I could use some slippers. Your neighbors. Hey, you know I can what? think of 100 people I would give pillows to before I pick my neighbors. Though my neighbors are nice. But oh, they well, wouldn't yeah. be on the pillow shortlist at all. They wouldn't? Um, no, they wouldn't be on my pillow shortlist. They 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 might get a pillow case, but no way I'm I'm giving up my my pillow to my neighbors. I don't know. My neighbors are nice. Maybe I would. But yeah, check out mypillow.com. Use the promo code CD21 up to sixty six percent off, depending on the product. Help support Mike Lindell. Help support our channel. So it's really what was that? That was Josh. I'm sorry. I was making someone's was Josh at Josh's front door. Well, someone's it, at Josh's it's front totally door. me. I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm starting to make sound effects with everything I do, like walking uh, that through was, the office. And, I know that so sound. I'm working on that's it. That's the ring. On it. That's the ring video doorbell. Josh, no, who's at your no. who's at your door? I I I I I can neither confirm nor deny that somebody's at my door. It's a freaking delivery. Well, what the heck? Now, now that now that we've stopped the show, I want to know who's at Josh Josh's door. All right. So speaking of Mike <laughs> Lindell, the new video is out today. Mike Lindell put out a new video. It's on his website. And I'll be posting it on, um, uh, I'll, I'll be posting the stuff on, uh, uh, on the, the links to it. But one of the things that came out and I knew about this before is that they had a mathematician that had somebody that actually studies the stuff that came out with mathematical probabilities and, and how, what the algorithm looked like. I'm not going to tell you what you it looked like make, for what. Are you going to force me? Are you going to force me to read? The no, disclaimer? I didn't say anything. I said nothing else. I'm going to stop there. Everybody. I'm stopping there. I'm not saying anything else. I'm not saying anything. Like just and to share make sure this video, yeah, like, like, and like and share the video, and just to make sure to our no, YouTube over. No, no, it's fine. No, no, we didn't say anything. We said finger nothing. is quivering over no, the band we, button. We did nothing. We did nothing. I'm not. No, you're not. Joe was not talking about the 2020 election. I was. He was not. talking about something else. I was talking, was talking about, about something else. else. The 2020 election was entirely circle, legitimate. Joe circle Biden back, is the most legitimate back. president ever. Cir circle back. He had, he had, I don't like, really want to hear The heavens that. part. When Joe Biden walks outside, the heavens part, <laughs> and God himself proclaims that Joe Biden is the only legitimate president in American history. At no point did what Joe just said in any way, shape, or form insinuate otherwise. Please don't ban me, bro. Hashtag don't ban me, bro. Um, okay. I was nervous. I still I still said it. just Because it takes me a week. If, if we say one thing that gets us banned, it takes me a week to fix it. 
So got to make sure that we read those things. Okay, we only have you for an hour. So the story of the day is that illegal alien children are getting in-school instruction Oh while yeah, American why not? children are not. That's because the COVID and, doesn't exist there. It only exists in small businesses, churches, right? And, and education environments that are, that are I, I don't know, not run by unions. Well, no, these are unions. These are still unionized. Are they really? So, um, hmm. yeah. So let, let's set this up. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is the Expo Center in San Diego, the San Diego Convention Center. And this is um, a reporter, Hunter Sowards, saying, breaking unaccompanied children seeking asylum will soon be able to stay at the San Diego Convention Center. City and yes. county leaders made the announcement in partnership with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's unclear when the temporary <laughs> shelter will be open. That was a little over a week ago. Just so we're all clear, they have banned conventions. So you cannot have a convention. You cannot have an expo hall here. It is too dangerous to use the facility as designed in any way, shape, or form. But it will now be a migrant facility. and rumors are that there were some homeless people who were staying there and these are rumors haven't confirmed that the city is kicking the homeless americans out of the convention center to make room for the migrant children again just a rumor trying to trying to iron that out really shameful if true but also not that surprising so the migrant children illegal alien children are going are going to what was that it was uh, chris he's in here making sure that our beta worked on the on the uh what they're called the live video and so you had to look we gotta get you we gotta get you blinders we gotta get you blinders hey listen i'm in studio i I have to uh, people walk in and they're like hi joe oh hi joe you don't have that face forward (laughs) blinders pay no attention (laughs) to the tech people fixing things around you so they're sending the kids to this (laughs) this expo center you're not allowed to have an uh, a convention there but the kids are allowed to be there and here is the really, really shameful part. Let's go ahead and put up image one, Mr. Producer. Oh, not my screen. Image one. Yeah, there we go. Over here, over <laughs> Diego, screen. There you go. Yeah, from Fox News, San Diego public school teachers to give migrant kids in-person instruction before their own students. So just America to unpack Lass. that. America yes, Lass. America last. Just to unpack it in San Diego... There's 130,000 kids who have not been allowed to go back for in-person instruction for over a year, I'm pretty sure, at this point. They're set to have hybrid learning starting, I believe, April 12th, mid-April. But even that, it's some in, some out. The teachers who are not allowed to teach American kids in person in American schools are now being brought to the migrant detention center at the convention hall that also is too dangerous to hold real conventions. And they are teaching the illegal alien kids in person, a population that we know has a pretty significant COVID positive rate because they're packing them into these storage pens like sardines. I can't help you. I mean, I can't help you. The teachers aren't allowed to teach the kids because it's too dangerous. So the teachers are going to go to a a pretty significant COVID positive population, teach them in class, in in person, and then go back April 12th and start teaching our kids. Oh, not our kids, but American kids. And here's the real kicker. Um, I've been researching it. This is how it's going to work. If that facility starts seeing an uptick in COVID cases 
that could delay the in-person return to in-person learning for the schools because it could bring them to a different shade of orange. I, I don't really understand it. I, I live in free America. I don't get all of your color codes. Um, but apparently they want to get to orange or they're in red. They want to get to orange. They might get to an orange red kind of, kind of yeah. like a, a light or light red. But so if the migrants all test positive, it could bump the county's positivity rate and make the kids stay home even longer. While they're getting in, so how does, in how does person, make while, sense? They're, while they're getting in person. Yeah. I mean, th this is the nuts, the, the nuts part about uh, the, the crazy thing about what we're actually dealing with is that any sane person, I don't care what, if you're a Democrat or a Republican, actually I do care because Democrats are pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. Sorry, hashtag the left are liars. But I, it doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. You should have some common sense. There should be something in your little brain, right? If you're a Democrat's little brain that tells you this is not right. Like we shouldn't be doing this. Like, wh yeah. Why would I stand next to these fools? Something in your head should say that. Something. I'm not saying what it is, but something in your head should go off and say, you know what? I probably should not be following these guys. But it doesn't. And, this is, how, and this is how you know that it is one of those common sense things of, yeah. yeah, we shouldn't open illegal alien schools while American kids have been out of the classroom for over a year. This is how you know it's common sense. A, a liberal-leaning reporter asked Jen Psaki, the circle back girl, at the circle press back. conference yesterday, what the White House thinks about this. And, of course, Psaki defended it. Let's jump right now, Mr. Producer. Let's play cut number two. Okay. Uh, I'd like to find out what the White House thinks about what's happening in San Diego, where some public school teachers are providing in-person instruction at the San Diego Convention Center to migrant children before their own public school students. And these kids, of course, about 130,000 of them have been at home doing online learning for about a year now. So what does the White House think about that? Well, I know you guys have done a fair amount of reporting on this, so maybe you'll have more details. Uh, as I understand it, San Diego public schools are opening in early April. April 12th to hybrid learning. Okay. And students will be back in the classroom. And as I understand it, this is related part-time. Uh, and certainly, you know, our objective from the White House, opening up five days a week, a majority of schools across the country. And uh, they're on spring break right now. And this is related to volunteering or being paid. I'm not even sure you'd have to ask the local school district during spring break for these migrant kids. Yes, yeah, so the San Diego County Supervisor, Jim Desmond, he says, you know, I think it's great that there's in-person learning for unaccompanied minors from Central America, but I wish every child in San Diego County was allowed the same opportunity for in-person teaching. So I guess the, the question is, you know, uh, does the White House think that this sends the right message to these 130,000 kids in San Diego and their parents who've been stuck at home for the last year? Well, I'm just saying that context is important. And these kids are going back to school uh, for hybrid learning. We, of course, want that to be five days a week, and we're confident we'll get there early next month. And I believe they're also on spring break right now. So these teachers are would be, I'm not sure if it's volunteer or paid. You'd have to ask the local school district um, while the kids are on spring break, which I think the context. So the issue isn't whether it's volunteer or whether they're paid. It's the issue just, is, is it whether true it's, or false. Yeah. Is the state are letting they or them? Are they not? Yeah. And who's paying for it? Josh actually had a good question. Who yeah. is actually paying for it? What budget dollars? Where are well, they taking that out of? We're paying for it's, it. It's coming out of we're the Leprechaun Fund. The Leprechaun Fund. Yeah. We yeah. saw that they're paying $400 a night for Motel 6. You, you have to imagine they're paying significantly more to rent out a convention center in one of the largest cities in the country, San Diego. 
Um, <laughs> oh yeah, of course we're paying for it. But it doesn't matter whether they're being paid to teach or not. The circle back girl is missing the point. The point is that if those same teachers wanted to teach in-class learning for American kids, the state would prohibit it. The state would arrest them for even trying to teach face-to-face. -face. But with the migrant kids, they're allowed to do that. And as the reporter correctly mentioned, even when the, the schools reopen in San Diego on April 12th, it's going to be a hybrid model, meaning not everyone will be in class and not every kid will be able to be in class five days a week. So the illegal aliens are getting more in-person learning, more in-person instruction than Americans are. And the reasoning is that oh, it's too dangerous for Americans, but we're going to send the very same teachers into these convention centers to teach the migrant kids, the illegal alien children. It's just, it's, it's stunning. It, it's stunning that they don't see what's wrong with this. Obviously that reporter saw enough wrong with it to ask the question, but the Biden White House thinks that this is just fine. I don't, I, I mean, again, we act like we're surprised when a shell of a man um, is uh, they should have a illegal. Oh, all right. When a shell of a man who can't even remember his name, I almost went down the path that would have got us banned from YouTube. I just want you to know YouTube, you know, See what how easy thinking. that is. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so easy to get derailed. If I didn't have max, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself because I'd be derailed. But you, you act like you're surprised when we actually don't know we have this shadow government that is actually existing underneath the, 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 uh, the shell of what we're dealing with and um, that we're, we're surprised that this stuff is happening. We're surprised that gas prices are up 35%. We're surprised that uh, stock market has dropped in most markets by 20, 25%. We're surprised that they attacked our oil and gas and that they attacked our, our energy sector. We're surprised that they're trying to raise taxes. We're surprised they're sending migrant children to school before they're actually sending children that are here to school. We're surprised they didn't finish the border wall. This is what you get when you have people that want to destroy our country. This is what you get when you let communist China and and all of those those sources come in and invade and infect our country. This is what happens when, as Trevor said yesterday, which I thought was interesting comment, that you know you need an FBI background check. They come and check you out if you try to get a government job with clearance. Yet the people that serve in Congress can be compromised by China and other countries. Serve uh, serve in Congress, right? Have those connections to China, and still, you know, that they, they, they couldn't pass a background check. They couldn't pass a background check yeah. to drive a drive a school bus in our country. That, that that's that's the type of people that we have that have infiltrated our congressional office, and that's the same type of people we have at every level of government, right? All in these communist environments, all in these socialist environments run by Democrats that are trying to destroy everything that our country stands for. Yeah. And I'm not surprised. Right? I'm not surprised that they do this. I'm surprised that they get away with the hypocrisy. I'm surprised that they get away with being able to say it's too dangerous for American kids to learn, but not too dangerous yeah. for migrant children who have no health care records at all. Right? We have no idea what, what they're carrying, not even just coronavirus, what other diseases they might have, that it's okay for them to get in-class learning. And just to, just yeah. to reiterate that, in California, if you want to, it's not that easy to opt out of the vaccination requirements for schools, right? There's still a process for that. If you want to opt out for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, things like that, you, you have to go through a process. These kids, these kids, because we know a lot of them aren't even kids, don't have any vaccination records. So the whole logic of, oh, well, we're going to enforce vaccination requirements in schools to protect the teachers, protect other kids, 
that goes out the window. When you're putting those teachers right in the same room as migrants who crossed the border illegally with zero health screenings, right? Uh, tuberculosis, we have no idea if, if that's in these facilities. All of these things that, that we know come across the, the border with migrant flows, we're just going to expose the teachers to it. Then the teachers are going to go back and expose the kids to it. It's insanity. Max, we don't even know how old they are. Yeah. We don't even know how old they are. I'm 14. Shaves up really good. He's really 22, 23 years old. We put that 14-year-old in a school with 14-year-olds or that 22-year-old in a school with 14-year-olds. We have no identification. We just trust them. We just trust them. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the report. People probably did see the report. But if you saw the report that came over, that report said that they've caught like 300 or 400 uh, sex offenders, drug uh, murderers uh, uh, in the last month. Like a month period yeah. of time, 300, 400 people that they caught. And, they, and you know, how many are we not catching? How many are we letting just pour into our country? You mentioned that they might be old. This isn't our border, but this is from Europe. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is an old picture that, that was circulating of a Syrian refugee competing in a children's race, a race for children. I believe this was either uh, Sweden, one of, the, one of those countries. The Syrian <laughs> meddled. And you look at him, and he has a mustache. Yeah. He has a mustache. That is clearly a man running against boys. It's the same deal here. People, people are pretending to be kids when they're actually adults, and, uh, and they're just trying to get through. So this one says this one always makes me laugh when they're like, oh yeah, the Syrian refugee child won the race, and this guy just has a has like strong strapping shoulders, a mustache, a thousand yard stare. Oh well, yeah, yeah, he's he's the child, but, but he is like four feet tall. So I mean, there is that. Yeah, he might, yeah, that's, yeah. that's possible too. He, he's Listen, a midget. Not he's a midget. Tall. He's a midget man that's running in a fourteen year old race or a thirteen year old race. Yeah. He had yeah. puberty at seven. And I love this. This was from the Babylon Bee. Put up image two. Parents now are, we got it. Parents are now disguising their kids as illegal alien so they can receive in-person teaching too. Dude, the Babylon Bee <laughs> is literally kids. poking the bear every day. Every day. <laughs> I, I like the other one where it was like tennis. It was like some state bans the procedure of chopping off kids' legs who think that they're mermaids. <laughs> I like you that one too. That one made me laugh. I didn't see that one. We'll see, I missed that. I'll one. see if I can find that one. Um, but before I do, this is this, so that question referred to the San Diego County Supervisor. This is what he had to say on one of the Fox networks. Let's go ahead and play cut number three. I'm not begrudging that they they shouldn't have education, but <clears throat> they're getting it while our own students. You know, we got like 130 thousand in the San Diego uh, Unified School District that won't be getting it until April 12th, and even then on a limited basis. So the frustration level is pretty high here among parents in San Diego County who've been hoping to get their kids back in school. And they see these uh, <clears throat> migrant kids uh, getting ahead of the line. Um, now, a lot of who argue on behalf of the migrant uh, teenagers, and you're right, uh, most of them are um, female, is that uh, it, it, it's not the same as giving them the education that would be available for others to get virtually just because of the setup and moving them pretty quickly into various facilities in the San Diego area included. What do you say? 
Well, I think, you know, it, this is more about the in-person versus virtual type of, of school and education. So the fact that, you know, we've had many teachers and, and people saying, no, no, I can't go back in person because of the virus and everything else. Well, here we've got, you know, a, a room full of it's it's all girls and uh, that uh, many, I think about 10 percent of them now, about 70 out of the 720 that are there have tested positive uh, for covid. And the fact that, you know, the teachers are willing to go in there, but they're not willing to do, uh, you know, in school uh, teaching or in person teaching in our own public schools. And, you know, this whole thing is just really kind of back to the, you know, the fact that our borders are being overrun particularly in, in Texas and Arizona, because many of these girls that have come here have flown in from Texas and bust in from Arizona. And the fact that they don't have the capacity there to house all of these children. I heard there's about 12,000 children now. And these are, these are teenagers without parents. That's who they are. These are kids who don't, didn't come across the border with parents. They're 13 to 17-year-old females here in San Diego County. And, you know, I'm compassion have compassion for them, but also we have to have compassion for our own kids at the same time and giving them at least the same opportunities as, as the, uh, the kids that came across the border. So it's an important point he makes in there that the teachers, the teachers union says it's too dangerous for them to teach American kids in American schools, but they're willing to rush in like firefighters to teach a population that that guy just admitted had a 10% positivity rate. Yeah. Virtue signaling for everyone who has their volume turned down. I want to, I um, want to, I want to feel good, but not do good. Yeah. Well, it's the same, it's the same notion that we've been talking about for a long time, that the virus has these imaginary boundaries based on political opinion, that the virus can infect you at a Trump rally, but it can infect you at a black lives matter rally that it can infect you in an American school, but not an illegal alien school. Right. It's, it's all the same thinking that these virus particles hit this imaginary boundary whenever there is a different political ideology involved. And uh, apparently, I mean, these teachers must be heroes if it's too dangerous to teach Americans. I mean, they are running in like a five alarm fire, running in like like a firefighter to teach these migrant kids. And listen, they deserve to be educated. Right. They deserve to have a, a full education. I, I think that everyone should be educated, whether or not we should pay for it. That's a completely different thing. But this idea that they've been here for 72 hours and they have to immediately have in-person learning. The American kids are on spring break. Why aren't the migrant kids on spring break? Why do the migrant kids have to go to in-class learning right now? None of this makes sense. It, it, it's not actually necessary. You can tell me that food is necessary. Tell me that water, shelter is necessary. Getting them in-person learning at this very moment is not in that necessary column. It just isn't. Yeah. So, and there's another piece to this that we probably need to talk about. And that is the pressures that we put on the American parents, like the yes. parents that are having to teach their kids at home, make adjustments to their schedule. It's been miserable for them, not because they don't want to hang out with their kids, but because there's a certain amount of social structure that's necessary for both parents to go to work. And it's like 70 or 80% of parents in this country, both have to work in order to pay the bills. I mean, that's, that's a, tr that's the truth. 70% have to go to work. They, they have to. They, they don't have a choice. They have to go to work. Well, but, well by the way, I want to I point this out. While Biden wants to run out and raise taxes on people, raise, raise taxes on you and I and everyone else, right? Parents don't get a break. People don't yeah. get a break. Everyone has to go to work. 
I mean, they're two parent yeah. working households. And, and it's almost as if they put us in this pot of boiling water and which I believe we're in and they're turning it up and killing the American family, the, 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 um, uh, nuclear family. They're doing it. They're yeah. doing it. Well, we, because we they're saw in that video, we saw in that video that the migrant kids, the illegal alien kids were playing basketball, right? It's fine. If they want to play basketball, it's fine. Everyone should be allowed to play basketball. But the truth is that in the American schools, basketball leagues have been canceled because it's too dangerous. Why is it too dangerous for kids to play basketball in a YMCA rec league, but not too dangerous for the illegal aliens to play basketball inside of the convention center? This doesn't make sense. This isn't what following the science looks like. This is what happens when you have partisans making decisions that they just get to create out of thin air. Like, God, oh yeah, well, the migrant kids, the it, migrant it, kids get recess. The American kids don't. Because they don't. They're not American. They're anti-American. We're talking about people that want to punish people that live the American dream, people that want to have opportunity, that want to provide for their kids and grandkids. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Max. Somebody asked me yesterday, Joe, why do you keep fighting? Why? Why do you keep fighting? And I said, well, I want to be able to look my kids in the eyes and say, I gave everything I had to protect your future, everything I had to protect your kids' future. For generations, I'll never know. I wanted to make sure that I gave everything I had. I sacrificed everything I had in order to give you the same opportunity that I had. And, and, and frankly, that's the litmus test, right? I mean, the litmus test is we know that our country is going off a cliff. We know. Everyone can see it. The Democrats can see it. The people that are pushing us there can see it, right? We, we know that the communists want to destroy everything that we're about. That's truth, right? So since we know that that's the, the pathway that they're taking, we have to be able to say, what, what am I willing to sacrifice? What, what's my limit? And not one American in this country should say that their limit is, well, if, I, if I'm uncomfortable. If you can't give up your time, give up your money. If you can't give up your money and, and you can't give up your time, then you're just selfish and you deserve everything that you get. So the rest of us need to stand up and you can thank us later for doing what you didn't have the courage to do through all this. So just something to uh, think about this process something something to chew on another thing to chew on we're getting throttled everywhere we're getting throttled on facebook on youtube even d live throttling us it's because we put the word illegal alien in the title but how do you describe this without using the term illegal alien i mean i could have called it migrant children but no these are illegal alien children who are getting extra benefits than what american children get they're allowed to go back to in-person learning and why why are they know, throttling us what what why Illegal alien, illegal alien. It's a buzzword. It's a, it's no, a no, no word. If you're listening, hit the share button guys, hit the share button. Yeah. Break it. Hit the share button. Take the D slash conservative daily and put it on all your other channels. Put it on your gab, your MeWe, your parlor, put it everywhere. Do the same thing on YouTube. We'll wait. Just bring people to it. Do everything that you can in order to push Push them so that we can break their algorithm, break the fact that they're trying to keep people off it. And this, by the way, Max, is why we're going to the website starting tomorrow. This is why. This is exactly why we're doing that is so we can see exactly who wants to watch it. We set up our own pipe, our own ability to get people there. Nobody can actually stop you from talking and saying whatever you want. And eventually we're going to get away from Facebook, get away from, from YouTube, and we're just going to have our own environments. I, I mean, I, yeah. I'd like to say that we're, we're going to stay on D live, but why stay on D live if nobody can actually watch what we're saying? Why? 
Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna stay on these other platforms as long as we can, because we're reaching more people. We reach the people wherever they want to be reached. If someone wants to go on YouTube, wants to watch us on Facebook, they can. But it's yeah. only a matter of time before we get suspended or banned because of it. But I the might good have news veto is, power. The good news is on D Live, we now have the ability to accept subscriptions. That yeah. happened yesterday. We have it set up. So if you hit the subscribe button, I, I think it's a, you, you donate a monthly amount. I don't know exactly how much it's set for. Um, we receive 100% of it. So you subscribe. You'll get a nice little subbed badge, and your text will go a different color, I believe. Um, but subscribe to the show if you support the show on DLive. DLive doesn't take a cut of that. Um, they, don't, they don't profit off of it. It goes right to us. So that subscribe what button should be there. I don't know. I, I can't see. I, I would have to sign up to uh, sign out to do it. Um, huh. Someone on DLive said we're mature audiences. That is we're mature audiences on DLive just as a precaution in case one of Joe's rants just accidentally bring yeah. us into that realm so we don't get immediately banned. <laughs> it actually has more to do with the fact that uh, sometimes I walk around in thong underwear and, you know, shirtless. That's also true. And so yeah, I, want you to me. Be, I want you to be really help <laughs> me. Hey, come on now. I work out. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> Josh just got healthy again, and now he's having to yeah. pause. I, I so, out with a great I, I am ignoring Josh right now as he turns red thinking about yeah. the time that I walked in in thong underwear and a no shirt on. It just, you so know, it's we, one of those memories. We, we do have a caller, and I feel bad we've left her on the line a little oh bit my longer gosh. than we should have. We have Katie who wants to talk about how the illegal aliens are getting educated before the kids. Sorry we left you on, Katie. We got a little distracted. Um, what do you want to talk about? So, not a problem, you guys. First and foremost, I want to say God bless the both of you. You keep, like, little pissant Americans like me, like, with hope and keep us fighting. So thank you so much for that. And you are truly disciples and love you guys so much. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so what I was telling Josh was, you know, what a perfect um, opportunity, because, I mean, what do we call public schools in the first place? I mean, my daughter's too, and I know ever since before she was born that she would never be in a public school, because what are they? They are um, brainwashing, you know. Uh, Institutions. Yeah. Sorry, I'm losing my words. I'm nervous. No. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Um, you know, they're there to, they teach them what they want them to know and that's it. And it's, you know, it's all propaganda based. And so what better, what better demographic to train, to brainwash than illegal immigrants? Um, I mean, shoot, our, our parents are getting, uh, us Americans are getting upset with how they're teaching our children and, and why they're not back in school and stuff. So why not pick the perfect candidates that they can just kind of, Start from scratch and re uh, remold. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't get me started on on public education. My wife was a teacher; she taught in inner city schools in Denver, and she got burned uh -huh. out in like two years. Well, she got burned. Two year oh, burnout. They, she got burned out, yeah. and I remember hearing the the way that the the kids could talk to her, and the fact that the principal wouldn't stand up for her and wouldn't suspend these kids, right, and wouldn't let her have conversations with the parents. I mean, it was it's nuts ridiculous. what you had to deal with, man. Yeah. Nuts. There's absolutely yeah. no support for these teachers. Yeah. My daughter's godmother, she is a charter school um, educator. She, you know, she's very highly educated. And she same thing happened with her. Her first year or two in a public school, she was like, my goodness, Katie, I don't know. Jesus is just gone in these schools. Yeah. I can't do this. 
like, it's just, it's crazy how fast they burn out. So now she's a charter homeschool teacher and um, she's so, she's blessed. She's so blessed and she gets to preach and share her love of God with her students, but also teach what they need to be taught. So it's funny that you actually brought that up because I had a meeting this morning with a uh, two founders of a school here in Colorado, the, the charter school that calls themselves a traditional education. So they're a pen and paper or pencil and paper school. They don't use iPads. They don't use any of that stuff. It's all, oh, wow. it's, nice. a, it's K. Back to basics. 12, yeah. Back to basics. Right. Um, they have instituted in uh, part of it's kind of Hills daily, but it's not right. It gets back to even more fundamentals. They teach Latin in school. Um, they have a sports, okay. wow, sports nice. curriculum as well. Jim, uh, they have uh, anyway, so it's called Liberty tree. Academy. It's a, it's an amazing school. You feel the educational experience when you walk through the door. They have Frederick Douglass that, it, with a quote just above the door when you walk in. Um, it, it talks about, you know, freedom. It, they talk about freedom and they talk about the Constitution nearly all day, every day, at every level of it. the educational process. And so we, uh, I met with them for, I went on a tour about a month and a half ago and I called them and said, all right, we want to build another one of the Liberty Tree Academies. And they're like, all right, let's go. So I've been meeting with them over the last couple of weeks. And FEC United, one of the things we do on the impact and education side is we want to run towards and build schools. And, it, and I think that, it, and you have to have founding families that say, okay, we're going to do this. And they got to find seven to 800 students that are willing to go to those. But the, the reason why homeschooling has become so popular is because they, you can't get a quality education without paying $20,000 a year. And then even then you have to deal with critical race theory and all this other gender identity, fluidity stuff, the Ugh. alphabets. Don't get me started on that. I can't, I can't with that. And, and, <laughs> and so the charter system is actually better, but it's still infiltrated. They still infiltrated the charter charter system. Right. So we, yep. we, I just said, finally, I said, well, if we, if we want to choke off the, the demon, if we want to choke off the, the fact they take God out of schools, you have to build your own. You just have to build your mm-hmm. own. And so that, that's kind of the theory behind what Liberty Tree Academy has done. And we're saying, okay, we want to open 50 of these in the next 10 years, 50 schools just like that's this. That's wonderful. Well, I mean, if we need any advocates here in Southern California, <laughs> reach out to me because uh, my daughter's getting to school age and I'm trying to narrow down her charter school options, but you're absolutely right. They are being infiltrated right and left. And and we have to fight against it. I, I do want to tell you though, Katie, we are at a place yeah. where we can stop all of it from happening. We think we're oh, yeah. powerless, but we're not. And the left, the reason I why they're biting atta- my tongue, Joe, you, what's that? I said, I've completely stopped biting my tongue at this point in time. Like, I'm sorry. I, I love, you as a person, but I don't agree with your lifestyle. And my daughter doesn't need to learn that. Right. I'm offended by it. If you want to be so quick to be offended, well, I can two play can play that game. Yeah. And, and you know what, my just morals be, go against that. And, and just because, and, and that's what they're trying to do is create a moral gap, right? They're, they're trying to basically make an yeah. immoral society. And we, we have just Conquering gone along divide. with it. Right. And that's why they use race, by the way. They use race as a tool oh. because they know that it's the one thing that they can, that across America has the biggest impact. Why does that have the biggest impact? Because we're the biggest melting pot across the globe. Absolutely. We are it. So hey, they, I'm a white woman. I grew up in Southern California my entire life. And if privilege was such this high and mighty thing, I'm sorry, I wouldn't be barbering as my career. <laughs> like I would be doing a lot better with my time. Well, if you lived in Oakland, <laughs> so you wouldn't get $500. Was in my life, I missed out. <laughs> Yeah, look, we we have to start taking it back by by telling people that it's all garbage. 
we have to start being truthful. So, and it's not just biting your money. tongue. Money yeah. is the only privilege. Right. It has nothing yeah. to do with race. But if they can. The it, only color is green, honestly. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a sad reality. And there are some people that yeah. money doesn't matter to. And I think that the less we concentrate on money, the more opportunities we seem to get as people. Um, we live our 100%. life. 100%. If you live your life in abundance rather than scarcity, that happens. But, um, you know, I think that courage is more infectious than fear. And as people start seeing you speak up, they will speak up. Now, it's not going to make you very popular with the radicals, right? No. But, but, what, oh, no. but what it will make you is that it will make you able to sleep easier at night as you lay your head down on your my pillow. <laughs> I do. I, I've been buying my pillows for the last 10 years. So yeah. I've already been on that. Train for a long time now. The deal where so, you get two Katie, for a hundred. Like, yes. Yeah. So, Katie, let me just ask you: How are you? How are you celebrating today? How am I? I'm sorry. Can you? Well, you know, that? it's a, you know, it's a big holiday, right? It's it's the no, Trans the Day holiday. of Visibility. Trans Day oh, of Visibility. God. Happy Trans Day of God. Visibility, everyone! <laughs> oh no! You did not just go there. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's all over the internet. Lord Put your me. hat on. It's, it's all over no, the thanks. internet. Uh, trans day of invisibility. The only trans I know is um, Transylvania. The trans am. And trans publicans. Um, <laughs> I am a woman and God gave me my ovaries and fallopian tubes and uterus for a damn reason. And he gave me my husband to be my rock and support and provide I have, I clean my home, you, you know, we got to get back to our basics of our Christian Jesus filled homes. hundred percent. Yeah. And if, and if we do yeah. that, by the way, the left will run and hide. If oh, we do yeah, it, they'll hide. There's nothing that scares Satan more than Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I, I, it sounds like you're not going to be celebrating trans day of visibility. Oh, that's okay. That's Heck okay. The no. <laughs> and and I'm blocked from Facebook, so I can't even make comments on people's stuff. I can't even troll people right now. Crazy, Katie, yeah. go troll uh, people uh, for me. Like yeah, ah! troll people for Katie Joe because he's Just, apparently blocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Katie, it. for I the call. You. Really you guys, do appreciate. Thank you again, thanks for all you do. I pray for you guys daily and your families, and just you know, keep fighting this good fight, man. And you've got so many supporters and we, we truly love you guys. I appreciate you. God oh, bless you. Thank you. And God bless you. I do appreciate it. Um, which I guess this is a great segue. Yesterday's episode was brought to you by the number 10. And that was in honor of all oh, 10 no. of oh, Andrew no. Cuomo's accusers. Oh, no, this is no. not with Cuomo. This is not oh. with Cuomo. Today, oh. Today's in, in honor of Trans Visibility Day. I want to make sure I get it right. It's Trans Visibility Day. Yeah, in honor of Trans Visibility Day. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Today's episode is brought to you by the number 41%. And this is not a celebration. 41% of all trans people, according to this study, have reported trying to kill themselves at least some point in their lifetime. It's important to remember this because you have people in these schools actively encouraging people, encouraging kids to adopt a lifestyle that is statistically like proven to be accompanied by an increase in uh, suicide attempts. So schools are supposed to be protecting our kids. And we see these schools encouraging people, kids to live a trans lifestyle. Even those, the statistics now show that people who identify as trans attempt to take their own life 
at a much higher rate than the rest of society. 41% but, is what today's episode is brought to you by. But I also want to point something out, right? How many people are there in the country? 325-ish million, somewhere around there. Okay. So how many people actually took this survey? Uh, this was a survey of 6,450 respondents, trans respondents. Okay. So, so it's a pr pretty big survey size. So pretty much almost all of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I just want to be, I want to tell you, yeah. you know why, you know why they push this trans stuff? Let's just call it what it is. You know why? Because there's not enough of them and they want more. So they want to recruit kids to be trans. Hey, just wait. You might be a, a unicorn, right? You, you yeah. might be. So instead of, you know, there's 6,400 of us, we'd like there to be more than 6,400 of us. I want to put this in perspective for everyone that's listening. That means that this 6,400, all of the trans <laughs> across the country, right, took this. That represents point zero 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 one nine five percent of the population. I just want you to know, we should change all of our education to adapt to point zero 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 of something. This is how stupid we are as a society. This is, I mean, BLM, let's use that as an example. 20,000 people across the country got out there for BLM. Now, the, the, the Marxist communist organization that stands up for destroying the nuclear family for minorities, black minorities, right? Stands up for that. And they yeah. represent what percentage of the population? And by the way, most of the people that are walking around are white, entitled liberals. That's what they are. Most pe black people that I know are like, whatever. Yeah, black lives matter. I'm black. My life matters. And it should. But the organizations hijacked with a meeting, hijacked. And by the way, Democrat-controlled cities, they're just corrupt. So yes, do they disproportionately kill more black people in those areas or, or arrest them or do whatever. And I don't want to get into the killing part, but do they? Yes. Because the majority of the population is black. And by the way, it's run by Democrats. This is all true, right? So we are so letting just, them. Just to be clear, yeah. just to be clear, you're not going to be celebrating trans day of visibility. No. You're not going to be celebrating? I'm not. Are you going to celebrate? Well, the White House is. The White House is celebrating. Oh, the White House. Go ahead, go ahead to my screen, Mr. Producer. Today, Joe Biden became the first president ever to issue a proclamation celebrating Trans Day of Visi uh, Visibility. He says, today we celebrate and honor the achievements and resiliency of transgender individuals and communities. Um, I, again, a resiliency in light of what I just explained, the 41% number. Can resiliency I read this to probably you? Isn't, isn't the word to choose. Can I read but, this to uh, you? That's Joe Biden's order. Can I read sure. this to you? Let me read it again. So go put a put screen back up, please. It says, today we honor and celebrate the achievement and resiliency of transgender individuals and communities, the clown wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the clown. And again, he is a resiliency clown. Look is at those a very black... strange word. Yeah, black sunken eyes. Look at sunken eyes. He's looking oh. at the sun. Yeah. A very strange word to use when we just, as we just said, 41% of trans individuals, people who identify as trans, end up attempting suicide at some point in their life. 
Resiliency, what, very strange word. And that's what they want. That's what they want. They yeah. want to destroy also, everything that stands for in America, and that's how they do it. They just make people uh, hang themselves, I guess. I don't know. This is from Emmy Ruiz, White House Director of Political Strategy. She put out, on Trans Day of Visibility, POTUS issued a proclamation, what you just basically said. The trans flags, which I didn't even know existed. Apparently, they've already gotten an emoji. Trans flags will be on display at the White House. Imagine being a trans kid and feeling seen by the highest office in the land. Emoji virtue with eyes welling up with signaling. tears. Virtue yeah. signaling. Virtue signaling. Yeah, you won't you won't see the POW flag up there, right? You won't see that, but we'll we'll have the uh, the Trans Day of Visibility, the Trans flag, which apparently it's like almost like a copy, apparently a copy of the Chicago flag, but with pink and blue instead. I, I don't get it. You do? Oh, you have the Trans flag. Yeah. What? That's uh. What? That, that looks like that looks like someone wanted to celebrate a baby reveal and didn't know what color to pick. Like they, they didn't actually know the gender, so they just got both. Oh my goodness! Well, well next they'll be ne- next they'll get a national anthem, because African Americans also have a national anthem, which we've talked about before. So I anticipate the trans people will get the national anthem. We'll just give everyone their own national anthem. It won't be a nation under God. We'll just be a bunch of little cliques that have very little in common. Yeah, it's kind of the the Democrat mantra. Divide and conquer. So we, I want to get to this before we lose you, Joe, because you mentioned about the, just to circle back to the migrant kids getting in class learning first. I want to show you, I'm sure you've seen this. This is a clip of Kamala Harris discussing what Americans have been forced to go through, keeping their kids out of school. But instead of like, instead of sympathizing, instead of understanding the hardship faced by American families, she cackles because maybe now Americans will agree to pay teachers more or something. Let's go ahead and play that clip, Mr. Producer. Let's play cut number one. More people are seeing that, yeah, affordable childcare is a big deal. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids. And said, we're not paying them nearly enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're paying them too much because with everything that we've been paying them, they took the year off. They took the year off. It's the laugh. It's the devil's laugh laugh. that I just can't get over. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many people would just stop listening to us if I did that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People. Can we hear the cackle? Concurrent viewers are going down every time you do it. Um, <laughs> okay, don't do that. Sorry, sorry, I'll be yeah. quiet. Though. All right, come back, please. Come but back. It, it, I call it tone deaf, but it's not tone deaf. This was by design. Democrats knew this going in. They didn't. This is what's been stunning to me. Teachers, and we've said this on the podcast before. Teachers have always presented themselves as essential. That oh, we're essential. You need to pay us more. We're a central part of society. And yet, when it actually came part for them to do their essential worker thing to show up for work, they all refused. So the people at the meatpacking industry, they could be forced to go in, right? The people of the transportation industry, the groceries, all the all the different essential businesses. Sorry if you weren't deemed essential. Them's the breaks. The teachers have always presented themselves as essential. But when it came time to actually do the essential things, they all ran and hid as if they weren't essential. 
So, yeah, Kamala Harris presents this, which very bad, Kamala Harris. You're not supposed to portray teachers as daycare. Very, very bad. Shame on you, Kamala Harris, presenting that in terms of child care. Educators are more than just babysitters, Kamala Harris. But for her to cackle like that, she's laughing because she she thinks that they're going to get away with this con. She thinks they're going to get away with refusing to come into work, refusing to do their job, getting paid anyway. And then getting a bonus, a raise when they finally come back to work. No, you don't get a bonus for taking a year off. I mean, we've seen the stories of teachers who flew to Florida and were doing online learning from the beach. Do they need a raise? No, they just got a a year-long vacation. And listen, there are teachers that that have worked hard through all this, have done their best. Teachers that have actually made house calls, not supposed to, but they've done it anyway. Those teachers should be commended. But the other teachers, and specifically the teachers' unions, that have tried to use this manufactured crisis, this pandemic, as as an opportunity to bolster their position and to get pay raises that they've long demanded. They don't deserve a cent more. No, you you, you we can talk about a raise when you when you stay in the classroom for more than one year in a row, right? Sorry, we're why, resetting why the would clock I give, to zero. But see, this is the entitlement of the government and people that work for the government. I'm not telling you that teachers aren't amazing, right? In some cases. I'm not telling you, look, there are parents, homeschooling is becoming a big thing. It's a big thing. It's up nearly 500% before this year, before the pandemic even started. And now imagine what the statistics are going to come out next year when they say, all right, so p- parents at the rate of three to 5% are disenrolling their kids from school. It's going to happen because yeah. parents are tired of it. And one of the things that we've been trying to do at FEC is get all the parents together. So we're building this entire parent portal where they can actually come in and say, look, this is what's happening. They're, they're, they're teaching critical race theory and we can just attack them. We can, we can go straight after that school. We can go straight after that teacher. We can go straight after that school board and get rid of them. And we'll do recalls everywhere. We don't care. Yeah. Lots of people in the comment section saying, complaining that, that I insinuate all teachers. I didn't insinuate all teachers. There are a lot of good teachers who've tried to go above and beyond to do what's best for their kids. I know They're, a lot of them. They exist. A lot of administrators, I, I, principals I know a lot who have of made house calls, it, who have made house calls to make sure the kids were actually, actually doing the the online learning. A lot of good teachers, we, but the teachers' unions are rotten to the core. They are rotten to the core because they are not representing you, the good teachers. They are representing the weakest link, right? The the, the weakest link. The train is only as strong as its weakest link, and the agreed. teachers' unions are there to protect the weakest link so they can't get fired. That's what the teachers unions are all about. They're not trying to promote excellence. They're trying to protect the bottom 10, 15% of your profession. So I apologize if you thought that I was saying all teachers were bad. No, but also realize that you got paid regardless. Not only do you get paid in summer months, you got paid for online learning, whereas a lot of Americans didn't get paid because they weren't allowed to work. So I'm very cognizant that there are good teachers out there that probably are being underpaid. But before we give teachers a raise, how about we get everyone else back to work? And then we can talk about how much teachers should be paid. That's all I'm saying. Like my wife's still unemployed, (laughs) which is great. It's super fun around my house. Her always being here. Super fun. Maybe my wife gets a job before we before we give the (laughs) the teachers unions a raise. But let's do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, maybe. She's a good mom. Stay and hang out with the kids. Ah, she could use a job. She's getting on my nerves. <laughs> She's getting on my nerves. 
All right, here we go. Max is about to get himself in trouble because well, I know Annie just... is listening. Oh, you are digging a grave. Yeah. No, I'm. She's not listening. She's sleeping. Um. No, she's not. She's downstairs with the kids. Whoa. Um, it, it's. Whoa. Where it's are you at, issue, Annie? I know the, you're the here issue somewhere. though. Like as a conservative, I hate the fact that we're getting unemployment just forever. Right. I, I I hate that. I hate the benefits check. Yeah, sure. We we deposit it and we use it to pay our mortgage. But I hate the fact that we're on this government teat. And for no other reason other than getting off this big government teat, I would rec- I would love for Annie to get even a part time job, even if it just pays the same amount, just to no longer be on this welfare because it's not it's not designed to make anyone better. It's designed to make you stagnant. It's designed to stop you from wanting to advance yourself. And making you content with just receiving what I don't even know what we get. I think it's like six hundred dollars a week before taxes. I don't even know anymore. Um, Marion is saying, "LOL, Max is eating fast food tonight." Yeah, probably, probably, or I'll cook like I do most nights. <laughs> oh, dude, what, <laughs> why? Why are you doing <laughs> this? Oh, oh. <laughs> Annie, come on! I want to hear from you. I know you're here somewhere. <laughs> Right. Don't worry. I will not give him a safe haven. You will not have a safe haven. No. <laughs> and the comma, we, we will have a moment of silence thing. for Max. Tomorrow. Yeah, a moment of silence. Yeah, a moment of silence for me being murdered. <laughs> um, but the parents are starting to wake up about all this BS with the migrant kids, with the in-person learning. This is a post from Reddit. Um, did the best to squiggle out the name. You may be able to read it if you if you put on your magnifying glass go to image three mr producer this is from a parent dub learning about the in-class learning for migrant kids but not for their own kids wtf so we are going to pay for these kids to get schooling while my kids get sit at home and stagnate this is the most back this words mm, i think it should have been backwards ass or whatever back ass words thing i have ever heard in my entire life how can the rest of you parents here in san diego just sit there and be okay with this we pay out of our ass in taxes for the school district and this is what we get in return once again these policies of help everyone but americans who live here and support the country is complete bs yes people are starting to realize people are starting to realize they they've had the kids running around their house for a year and right as they're about to finally be allowed to have part-time in-class learning. They're putting the teachers into a migrant holding facility where 10% of the kids are COVID positive. That's just the ones we know about. It's just, it's the biggest slap in the face. If you're a taxpayer, if you're a parent, if you are someone who has been um, struggling to get through this, this is the <sighs> ultimate slap in the face. No, actually the ultimate slap in the face is what you just did to Annie. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I kid. He he is kidding. He is, he is definitely kidding. And I do know, by the way, that Max will get smacked after the show because I am over here texting his wife right now. I'm gonna be abused. (laughs) I'm gonna be abused. I have. I'm. I'm. I'm If I show up, if I show up yesterday tomorrow with a black eye, it's because I fell into a doorknob. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) It has nothing to do with the savage beating I'm about to receive. Well, we have. We have to take a hard break, yeah. and Joe, you're going to leave. But on the other side of the break, we're going to keep talking about this, keep talking about the lunacy of all of this, take more of your calls. We have one caller on the line. Eric, stay there. We will get to you around the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. 
Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.